My name is Hollis Watkins. I participated in a demonstration in Macomb, Mississippi, and was arrested for breach of peace along with 115 other students, while a mob waited on the outside. After being questioned, I was carried into a room where a police officer came in and got a rope and said, okay, nigga, get up from here and let's go. We're going to have a hanging here tonight, and you're going to be first. Resistance to change in the South is great. And behind the headlines, there's a story of intimidation that is seldom told. The police dogs, the police brutality, the use of fire hose and, and other forms of intimidation to turn Negroes back is what hits the headlines daily. But there's a story that is yet to be told.
saying is simply this, that all life is interrelated. Somehow we are all caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly, it affects all indirectly for some strange reason. I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. And you can never be what you ought to be until I am what I ought to be. This is the interrelated structure of reality. But I must honestly say to you, as I've said to so many across this country, that there are some things in our nation and in the world which I'm proud to be maladjusted to which I call upon all men of goodwill to be maladjusted until the good societies realize. I must say to you that I never intend to adjust myself to segregation and discrimination. I never intend to become adjusted to religious bigotry. I never intend to adjust myself to economic conditions that will take necessities from the many to give luxuries to the few. I never intend to become adjusted to the madness of militarism, the self-defeating effects of physical violence. There is probably need for a new organization in this world, the International Association for the Advancement of Creative Maladjustment, men and women who would be maladjusted. this argument over and over again that legislation can't solve this problem. You've got to change the heart. I want to grant just a little bit of truth to those who say that because I think they are generally sincere. And there is a half-truth involved here. This problem is going to be solved ultimately. Individuals must search their souls and they must go down deep down within and remove the prejudices therein. We are going to solve this problem ultimately. Men and women must be obedient not merely to that which can be enforced by law. They must rise to the majestic heights, being obedient to the unenforceable. I recognize this. But I must go on and say that those who set forth the argument that legislation can't solve the problem happen to be uttering a half-truth. It may be truth that you can't legislate integration but you can legislate desegregation. It may be true that morality cannot be legislated, but behavior can be regulated. It may be true that the law cannot change the heart, but it can restrain the heartless. It may be true that the law can make a man love me, but it can restrain him from lynching me, and I think that's pretty important also. come to see the urgency of the moment. We must come to see the urgency of now. There are still all too many people who are saying to the Negro and their allies in the white community, stop pushing things. You're pushing things too fast. You must be nice and patient and wait a hundred or two hundred years and the problem will work itself out. And it may well be we will have to repent in this generation, not merely for the vitriolic words and the violent actions of the bad people who will bomb a church in Birmingham, Alabama, but for the appalling silence and indifference of the good people who sit around saying, wait on time.
thank you, thank you, thank you. The reason behind all of us being here is to address the concerns of Black Lives Matter. Yes! The organization was started about three years ago, and the young people, young people, look around. You are the young people that are engaged, that are implementing, that are putting forth the F to change what we are being confronted with on a regular basis. Right now, this year alone, 390-something people have been killed by the police. This year, right now, compared to last year, last year at the same time, over 400 was killed by the police. We're not saying we're anti-police, but we're anti-injustice. Anytime there's an injustice, we're anti. We're looking for freedom and justice for all people 24-7. Anytime, anytime and every time that we ride down the street, we got to look over our shoulders because we don't know the reaction of somebody that don't look like us with a bad We also understand that it's about one or two percent of those bad apples in that bunch. But those are the ones that we're concerned about. When you see them, when you hear of them, when you work with them, you gotta let it be known that we ain't gonna tolerate it, we're not gonna put up with it, we're not gonna accept it. All of our lives matter. We're looking for respect in and every time you stop us. We don't get where we're at, we're looking for respect. They have the power to de-escalate. De-escalate means bring it down. Don't shoot me. With that in mind, the things that we're seeking, the things that we're designed, we have a working relationship with the police department. You got pamphlets saying what to do and what not to do, but our concern is when we find you dirty, you need to be prosecuted. Too often, too often. Everybody out here saw some of these tapes, some of these videos of murders being taken place. Who we gonna believe? Our lion eyes of the truth. We, we, we. Each and every one of us play a role in fixing and changing and correcting where we're at. So as we move forward, together, 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 as we seek progress together, it starts with having open debate, open dialogue, open conversation in order to fix these things. I know some say, I don't want to talk to them. You got to talk to them. They're passing laws and making policies that affect your life every day. And if you ain't going to the poll, you're part of the problem. If you're not voting, you're part of the problem. So we need you to get engaged at the voting booth. At the voting booth. It's mandatory, it's necessary. So when they continue to pass laws and make policies that are detrimental to all humans, we've got to stand up and speak out and make a difference. They're counting on us, our kids are counting on us, our grandkids are counting on us. We have that obligation and that responsibility. It's on us. When you say, when you say, Jack ain't doing this and Mary ain't doing that, I want you to say this to yourself. It's my turn now. 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 
a fixer. What you have is a fixer. You can direct it. You can change it. You can make life better. By your participation. Thank you and bye-bye. Oh.
Oh. 